Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. What's good, my friends? This is the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel, and we are the fan upstate rolling on until 7, 6.30 p.m. today where we'll make way for Furman Basketball. Against Liberty. Uh, We think Furman's going to get the best of Liberty on the hardwood. I asked Diesel who would get the best of the other on the gridiron. Diesel says Liberty beats Furman in football. I say Furman beats Liberty. What say you guys about that? 844-FAN-PHONE. That's 844-326-3663 in this hour. We've got Lawton Swan in the next segment on Clemson. We have got Truth Serum at 540. We've got the head coach of the Furman Paladins football team, Clay Hendricks, playing for home field throughout the FCS playoffs when they take on Wofford this Saturday. And we have you here on the most interactive sports radio show anywhere. Without further ado, my friends, it is time for us to get to that jam. We call it... The top five at five. The top five biggest sports stories of the day. The top five topics we're discussing. Ladies and gentlemen of the Upstate, Offsiders. The top five at five starts right now. And now, the top five at five. And five, four, three, two, one. Hit it. Five. At number five. On the show today, folks, let us get to this. Um, Look, we, Diesel and I, have given you three ways to improve the health of the college football season. Now, in a minute, I'll ask Diesel for his. I'm going to share mine with you right now. I want more transparency at the top. Okay, I want more transparency at the top of this. Um, they just decided their James Madison doesn't get to participate in the bowl season. They said the vote was unanimous. I want to know why was it unanimous? You know, as parents, you struggle sometimes when kids say why, why, why. It's really easy to say because we said so. But as a governing body, you need to give people an explanation for what's going on here, for what they actually for what they're actually doing, and we're getting nothing. So more transparency. Number two. I want to incentivize coaches and players to finish the season, and I want to disincentivize them quitting. So we're going to write that into the contracts. You can't hire a coach before the bowl season is done. 
You can't announce you're transferring or leaving for the NFL before the bowl season is done. If you sign on to a scholarship, that is your commitment to finish the season. Because these contracts are not written in a way where you can get out. These are just people ignoring the deals that they signed. And I'm putting an end to that. All right? I want salary caps and coaches' salaries being capped in college football. Because I want more parity in the sport. The NFL does a great job on this. College football is all about the haves and the have-nots. And I want a salary cap on name, image, and likeness. Let's say the salary cap is $10 million per team. Well, Alabama's going after this five-star quarterback recruit, but he's going to cost $3 million. Sorry, Alabama. You don't have enough money left over in your salary cap to go after him. Okay? Don't have enough money. The lack of a salary cap really hurts, uh, really hurts the English Premier League. Same teams on top every year. And it does hurt Major League Baseball, although the nature of baseball is so random right, that uh, you can overcome the lack of high salaries. I mean, the Tampa Bay Rays, they've never won the World Series, but with the bottom payroll, they're in there every single year. And then finally, I would hire a college football commissioner to oversee all of this, someone who only has the best interest in the sport in mind, someone who would say, no, 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 you're not allowed to leave and disband the Pac-12. This is a nationwide sport. You're taking away the conference for the entire left side of America. Not going to let you do that. Someone that steps in and prevents greed from taking over. Diesel, what are your three ideas? Number one, you got to make scholarships a four-year commitment. That works both ways. The school has to commit to you for four years. You have to commit to the school for four years. If you fail to or can't complete that commitment for any reason... There should be rules as to how that is handled. For example, if you are injured your sophomore year and your playing career is done, the school is required to offer offer access to medical care related to your injury, rehab facilities, etc. You got injured in service of that school, in service of that scholarship. So they still owe you for the next three years, four years, whatever's left on your your, uh, scholarship. Conversely, If you leave the school, you owe them. If you decide to just take off, you owe them. Uh, Number two, uh, they need to park NIL payments into an escrow account upon completion of your scholarship. So four years after your uh, tenure at a school begins, you get the lump sum of what you had. Now, you can debit a certain amount of that out of it every year, take care of the family, take care of, you know, paying for your your car, whatever it might be, but there's got to be a limit to how much you can take out every single year, and you get the lump sum at the end. It'll be another incentive to keep guys in school longer. If you leave early, you you get a smaller percentage of the money sitting in your NIL escrow account. And number three, end automatic conference tie-ins for bowls. Fans are getting bored going to bowls because they feel like they're going to the same place year in and year out. Playing a team from another conference year in and year out. I'm going to tell you, like I'm not excited about the prospect of App State ending up in the Camellia Bowl or in the Mobile Bowl or whatever because it's against the MAC. But like, hey, if we were playing a, a, a Mountain West team in that bowl or we were playing an ACC team in that bowl, 
That would be interesting. It would be compelling. It would also allow the flexibility for these bowl sponsors to bring in who they want, who they think will sell the most tickets. By the way, we shared with you guys that we would crown the best idea that came in on improving the health of college football. There was no name on this, but here is the winner. Sir, you get a shout-out. Whatever you'd like to shout-out, sir or madam. The NCAA lost control by not mandating maximum conference sizes and keeping conferences regional. Then they could use a luxury tax like the MLB to even out the TV deals. But now the NCAA has no chance to claw back control after the NAL court rulings. NIL would be another area where they could implement a luxury tax to help small schools. But I fear it is too late. They didn't mandate maximum conference size. They didn't mandate regional conferences in college football. And now you're going to get the cluster bleep known as the Big Ten next year, where you're going to have UCLA students traveling to Rutgers, playing a game, traveling back from New Jersey to L.A., and having a test the next morning, and you're going to tell me academics matters. Right? Right. Congratulations, Texter. You had the best idea of the day. Next up. Four. At number four on the show today. Um, who is going to be, who is going to leave their school first, either by their own will or the will of their school? Is it Dabo Sweeney or is it Shane Beamer? Now, Diesel has responded to this and he said, Mark, I think it's pretty easily Dabo Sweeney is going to leave sooner. He thinks Beamer is going to do just well enough not to get fired. I have more faith for the expectation level that is arising in Columbia, South Carolina than that. Clemson's never going to get rid of Dabo unless Dabo has three straight losing seasons, and I don't think that's going to happen, right? So I do think I think um, Dabo's going to stay about five more years, but I think Beamer will be out after three more, okay? Uh, we hope and root for the teams that we covered at Farewell. We don't root for the demise of anybody, but I think three-year, a three-year window is about the time where South Carolina's either going to move on from Beamer or Beamer is going to select greener pastures. What say you? Who is going to be the first to leave their job? Dabo or Beamer? Next up. Three. At number three today. Massive game. Thursday night football coming your way tonight. It is Cincinnati. It is the Baltimore Ravens. And these are a couple of teams that have their sights set on a magical postseason run. Now, Baltimore uh, lost over the weekend to Cleveland 33-31. Prior to that, they had won four games in a row. Uh, they are peaking at the right time. Meanwhile, Cincinnati is a bit of a mess. They're 5-4. and four. Technically speaking, they're the last place team in their division. And because their slot-wide receiver, Boyd, could not hold on to a pass, C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans beat them last week. They would have been 6-3. and three. Instead, they're 5-4, and four, and now they're at Baltimore this evening. So who wins? Baltimore, big. And who would have thunk it that at this stage in Week 11 of the NFL season, the combined record of two Super Bowl favorites, the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals, would be... 10 and 10. They're both 5 and 5. How about that? Next up. 2. At number 2. 
I believe Gamecock fans need to hold Shane Beamer to this standard. You got to make at least one 12-team college playoff, college football playoff in the 2020s. That means you'll have to be no worse than third in the SEC one year of the next six, of the next seven, four, five, six, no, of the next six, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You're going to have to be third place or better than the SEC. You're probably going to have to be 10 and two one of the next six years. If you, if your coach can't make a 12-team college football playoff in a decade, 2021 to 2029, should he be your head coach? Of course not. And you know who's making it harder on Beamer? It's not me. It's not Diesel. It's Don Staley. Because if you look back at the history of, college, of, of South Carolina Lady Gamecock basketball, it was nothing before she got there. So don't give me this spiel about how Gamecock football's never won and we can never hope to win. We've always been mediocre. So was Lady Gamecock basketball until Dawn Staley walked through that door. Now they're the number one team in America. Now they're getting the verbal commitment, the signature of the number two player in America. And it's all because they got the right guy. You know, anytime... Or gal. Or gal. That's right. Anytime uh, Beamer wants to throw his hands up and say it's tough to win here, look right down the hallway at what Don Staley has done with that program. When you have the right coach, you win anywhere. Ray Tanner was winning baseball national championships in Columbia. Don Staley is coaching at an elite level, winning national championships in college basketball. There is absolutely no reason whatsoever South Carolina football cannot win national championships. And anybody who's trying to argue that, you're just very small-minded. I would agree with that. And finally, one at number one today. If you're a Clemson fan, how do you explain the DJ Uyangalale saga? How do you explain that from your seat? How do you explain the fact that DJ Uyangalale's quarterback rating at Clemson was 124, but at Oregon State, it's 158. Well, Mark Ryan, they have more talent than we do. Well, Mark Ryan, they have a more of a winning history than we do. How do you explain that DJ Uyangalale didn't have a 2-1 to touchdown-to-interception ratio at Clemson? At Oregon State, it's 5-1. to How do you explain that? You know, here's what I find. When you guys can speak it out into the ether and it doesn't stick to you and it's gone, you'll be honest. But when you put this in a platform where you have to put it in writing, no one wants to be honest. So let me make this clear to you. You have been out-coached. You have been out-schemed. You have been out-developed. They have coached circles around you. And they have the color orange, okay? Um, and I'm not saying DJ's an NFL quarterback. I don't think he is, okay? I really don't think he is. But completion percentage, touchdown passes, interceptions, TD to INT ratio, quarterback rating, all vastly higher at Oregon State than at Clemson. I'm going to ask you why. You don't get to say that the ACC is a much better league than the Pac-12. It isn't. It isn't. You can say he's an older player, a more mature player. Yeah, but suddenly, overnight, he's a better player. 
And the answer is one that you don't have a defense to, okay? That Coach Smith at uh, in Corvallis, Oregon, coached circles around the development that DJ got at Clemson. And those are the day today's top five at five. Now it's your chance to chime in, which you can do at 844-FAN-PHONE. That's 844-F-A-N-F-O-N-E. That's 844-326-3663. Also want to get briefly to this. Uh, Deshaun Watson Diesel, now out for the year, shoulder injury. He says he's in total disbelief. The Cleveland Browns have had the number one defense in the NFL. You know who they remind me of? The Cleveland Browns? The Clemson Tigers. Great defense, but without Deshaun Watson, very spotty offense. Deshaun says, I'm going to try to still be a good leader and teammate. It's very tough. Um, heard about it, um, but, you know, I'm going to make sure, you know, I keep my head above water and, and make sure I stay in touch with all the guys and um, support them as much as I possibly can and, and you know, attack this rehab process um, after surgery and, and make sure that I'm doing whatever I can to be beneficial for the team um, while not, you know, actually being on the field with them and also, you know, prepping for, you know, the next year. The words of one Deshaun Watson, he continues. This Oh, 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 that's right. That's my. You already told me that, Diesel. That's my bad. Okay. The words of Deshaun Watson on uh, on the difficulty of uh, being out for the year. Coming up next on the show, we have got Lawton Swan, ClemsonSportsTalk.com on Clemson itself. Massive game against North Carolina. Lawton joins us next here on Offsides. We are the Fan Upstate. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel. We are the Fan Upstate. Fantastic to have you guys with us. Rolling on until 6.30 p.m. today. Uh, always do appreciate you guys making us part of your day, and we thank you so much for tuning in. You guys can do so at 844-FAN-PHONE. That's 844-326-3663. Uh, I am convinced, ladies and gentlemen, that the, that the Homer fan that can't be objective is never going to be a huge fan of me. I'm always going to be upsetting them, making them mad. But the objective fan who values the scoop, values the skinny, wants our honesty, is always going to value us, right? And I, I too, respect those guests, Don Munson, Lawton Swan, Chris Phillips among them, that uh, you can talk to anything about. You, there's no topic that's off limits. Lawton Swan joins us right now. ClemsonSportsTalk.com. Lawton, I'm looking for the truth here, okay? Because I've got some numbers for you here. If, you're, if, if someone is a Clemson fan, I don't see a defense to this. At Clemson, DJ Uyunglele's rating was 124.1. At Oregon State, it's 158. At Clemson, the touchdown-to-interception ratio is 2-1. to one. At Oregon State, it's 5-1. to one. Clemson has more talent. The only explanation is coaching and development, in which case Jonathan Smith has done more than Brandon Streeter, Tony Elliott, Dabo Sweeney, they don't have more talent, but DJ's a better DJ. At this point, there's no defense for that, right? There is no defense for this as a Clemson fan. I would say the Pac-12 defenses are fairly marginal. Um, to yeah, so are the ACCs, though. I mean, that's, so are the ACC. part of it, too, right? The ACC is the All Cupcakes Conference. But what do the defensive numbers say by oh, comparison to that? Come on, Lawton. Come on. I'm you... just asking. I'm no, no. I'm asking you. I'm asking you. What do the defensive numbers look like in those two leagues, given the point totals that you see put up across the board? I mean, honestly, I, I mean, I don't know what the numbers are. I'm, I'm just shooting it off the cuff here, but that would be my initial. My initial guess would be that if you looked at defenses in the two leagues, uh, that there's a stark contrast between them. But I don't know that. I'm, that would be my hunch. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. I hear you. Um, but would you also say that? He has been better developed, more well coached at Oregon State. Does that not seem to be pretty obvious? I don't know. I mean, when I've had a chance to watch him, it hasn't been all that much. Obviously, I'm looking forward to seeing him this weekend as well. But, I mean, he looks to be very similar. I mean, it, it does seem to be a, a very similar player to me. Um, I think the biggest thing that I would say is that with Clemson, you know, during at least his tenure and, and really still at this point, the – Wide receiver health, I think is the better terminology than the wide receiver play, uh, has been a bit of an issue. I mean, it's nice to see some of the guys, you know, kind of getting after it and, and stepping up. But it, it felt like for the past three years, and I can't remember if I was talking to you or on another show about that, but 
you know, for three straight seasons, the best wide receiver has been a freshman. And that kind of speaks to one thing, the development, but two, that you've had guys injured where Bo Collins was really a star his freshman year and then was banged up last season. Then this, then that year, obviously, Antonio Williams came in, Mark, and was a, a real catalyst. But then this year he's been banged up. And so now you've seen uh, Tyler Brown come in and, and be the guy. And I think Clemson fans are going, well, I just hope Tyler doesn't get banged up next year um, because clearly they've got some talent at wide receiver, but uh, the injury bug has just been – incredible. I mean, you look at Cole Turner being out, and I question whether or not Cole Turner is going to be as good as Dabo Sweeney says. I mean, I talk about that a lot on the show, but the reality is I think at this point, wide receiver development at Clemson has probably been the bigger issue uh, for both of these quarterbacks, Kay Klubnick and, and DJ, and, and really that's not their, their fault. Lawton Swan joining us here on the show. Lawton, Clemson's offense has been – consistently bad this year with little spurts of being good last week, notwithstanding, uh, but their defense has been consistently good. North Carolina consistently good offense and a consistently bad defense. How many points does Clemson need to score to beat North Carolina? I think somewhere in 31, 35 range, I think will probably be it. I mean, you mentioned it. It feels like I, I called it the old school wrestling reference this week. Gorilla Monsoon, you know, the irresistible force meeting the immovable object when it comes down to North Carolina's offense going up against Clemson's secondary. I mean, I really like Drake May. Obviously, Tez Walker's been phenomenal for them for you know three of the games. I mean, he's just been a, an elite playmaker. What I think they thought they were getting, and then Clemson's defense now six straight games holding opponents under 200 yards passing. Somebody tweeted at me when we put out that graphic this week on social media. They said, boy, and, and yet Clemson couldn't win all those games. What does that say about the Tigers' offense? And, yeah, that's going to be the thing. they got to put up points. The good news is I think they're more confident. I, I thought it was kind of a sneaky four-touchdown day for Kate Klubnick. I don't know if y'all felt that way watching it. I mean, it's only 205 yards. It's not like you know he's throwing the ball for 60 yards down the field. Most of the time, if a guy throws four touchdowns, his stat line's like 345. I mean, it was a very unassuming four-touchdown passing performance for Cade this past weekend. But, yeah, I think Clemson's got to get into the 30s uh, to win this game. I, I don't think you really? I don't think you win anything lower than that. Really? I asked that question this week on Twitter. How many points will win the game for Clemson, one more than North Carolina will score? My number lot was 24. With this defense, you think that offense is putting 30 on this defense? No, I thought the question was how many points Clemson needed to score. Yeah, c- correct. Like, so in other words, one more point than North Carolina. Oh. Okay? So so yeah, I yeah. think well, I think 24 points wins it for Clemson. I still think you're going to have to get into the 30s. Wow. I think you're going to have to get into the 30s. Yeah. Now, now, give me a 1 to 10 scale. How much faith do you have in Clemson's offense to get into the 30s? Well, like you said, going up against this North Carolina team, seeing what they gave up last week against Duke, um, yeah, I feel pretty good about it. I mean, I, and I think this is a much more confident team than it was, you know, three, four weeks ago, right? Coming off of the Miami game and just the way that all played out. I think that win over Notre Dame was a shot in the arm. I think last week against Georgia Tech became even more of a little bit of a justification for, for how good they can be. Uh, not that Georgia Tech's quote-unquote stellar on defense, but that was one of the, the better offenses coming into the, the game, and this is certainly one of the better offenses in the ACC coming in this week. So 
yeah, I feel pretty good about where Clemson is. I think mentally, I think the fans will be gassed up for it simply because it's the final home game for so many guys. And uh, Clemson fans, deep down, really, this is a, a team in North Carolina they just don't like. I think basketball, you know, just feeling like they got hosed so many years in hoops against the Tar Heels. Clemson fans can't stand North Carolina. And with them coming in, I would imagine uh, the place will be pretty electric on Saturday. Lawton, um, look, Clemson's uh, line, betting lines all year long have been some of the most surprising in all of college football. The the Debbie Downer would say that the lines <laughs> are evidence that Clemson has underachieved. How are you only a two-and-a-half-point underdog against Notre Dame when they've got a far better record? How are you a six-and-a-half-point favorite over North Carolina when they're ranked and you're not? But I think fans on all levels want to be better than their record and what we keep hearing from the people at Las Vegas is Clemson is far better than their record, perhaps more so than any, any other team in college football. What do you make of that? Yeah, I tend to I tend to think so. I, I always I, – I keep going back to that Duke game. And I, I just – you know, I, I love revisionist history if we could, like, actually play it out. Right? I, I am a sucker for – one of my favorite movies of all time, maybe the favorite movies, Back to the Future. Um, I don't know if you guys read uh, Stephen King's 11-22-63 or watched that Hulu series, but I'm all about anything butterfly effect, anything where we can go back and change the, the past frequency. I'm all about movies like that. So I would love to see how this season plays out if you go into that Duke game and win, right? If you do what everybody thought you were going to do, what does that do just across the board for Clemson's confidence? And, and, and you'll recall, I think it's three or four weeks ago, Mark, I, you asked me what I, I said. I thought this team was a very talented team, and I still believe that, and I think you're finally starting to see them play more like they expected. Uh, but confidence is a funny thing, and I, I think that, you know, Kay Klubnick still in – that moment against Duke as a young quarterback, and certainly everything that happened was not on him. I mean, I think we can all agree to that. But I do wonder if Clemson had won that game. Just flip the score. Just say Clemson wins it 28-7. to How does this season play out? You know what I mean? I mean, how does it play out if that game goes the other way? We, we will never know. Uh, we know how it played out at this point. But at least now they do feel like that team that everybody kind of thought they were. They still have some inconsistencies that I don't necessarily love. But I think the commitment right now at this point to Phil Maffa kind of being the guy, I, I've said I think Phil needs between 60 and 70% of the carries. And I think they need to continue that. Um, there's a place certainly in this offense for Will Shipley, but Maffa to me has been and continues to be the better option there. And I think because of that, this entire offense feels a lot different right now. Lawton, I know that you have been in and out of Memorial Stadium many, many times, uh, as both as a professional and as, uh, on a personal level. Is there a spot, is there a place in that stadium that just brings you back to a moment that you had there before? Every time you stand in this particular location, you're like, oh, man, this brings me right back to where I was. It holds some sort oh, yeah, of significance. Yeah. yeah, listen, the Hill situation right now is just sad. It's pathetic what they've done with – getting students on the Hill. And I know there's safety concerns and, and things of that nature with uh, the, the stuff that not necessarily has happened at Clemson, but around the, the world with people getting crushed by, by huge crowds. But when I was in school, they were not worrying about that. And I could tell you the Hill would get so packed. So my freshman year, we lived in Johnstone F. We'd walk down, didn't take us 10 minutes to get to the stadium. 
first off, we'd crank up, you know, uh, Tiger Rag and, and Eye of the Tiger in the dorm room at blaring levels, go to the game, and we would always stand right center of the hill where the hill sort of flattens off. Because if you stand anywhere else, the blood in your toes and feet just kill you. So we would always work our way there. Man, if I was right there, Bowden Bowl won uh, so many games. Uh, the, the, the Clemson-South Carolina game where the Tigers, I think, hit a field goal to win at like 16-14. Uh, I want to say that might have been 2000, and 2000 or 2002. Somewhere in there, I get back to the dorm, and my college roommates had the football. They put it under their shirt and ran out of the stadium. And you would have thought, I, I, you would have thought it was the national championship football. That that ball went, meant so much to us. Um, but yeah, right there, center of the hill, dude. If I could go back to those days, oh man, I was living the dream. Absolutely living the dream was Lawton Swan uh, back in the day. And I will tell you this, Lawton, um, you know. How will you view this season if Clemson wins out, beats North Carolina, beats um, South Carolina? There is roughly a 50% chance they're going to do that, okay? Win both of these last two games. Wins a bowl game, 9-4. and four. Um, You know, obviously falling short of the goal this year. But do you think Clemson fans could feel good about what's coming next season? Uh, you know, enter the offseason with a little bit of optimism uh, if they're able to win the next three. Sure. I mean, young offense, we know that. I, I would I would kind of label it, if I had to, as a, a missed opportunity. You know, because I, I think what you see emerging out of Athens uh, is incredibly impressive. And I think that you just want to keep your name uh, in the in the conversation. And I, I talked about this today. I think it is funny. You know, it feels like Clemson's just been off the map for so long. But still, when they put up the, you know, who's been ranked in the top four of the college football playoffs the most, you know, the most amount of times, like there's Alabama and there's Clemson still sitting there. So I think when we look back at this four-team era, I don't think the narrative about Clemson is going to be, oh, that they fell off. I think it'll still be that they were, you know, one of the, the leaders of the pack during this time. And I think you have to give them credit for what they did. But this season particularly, Mark, I think there was a lot of opportunity with a young team, and uh, unfortunately it feels like a bit of a missed opportunity. But at least you hear the right things from the players, right? It's all about uh, growth, and, and that's the thing that I continue to enjoy about covering this team is nobody's moping around. Uh, nobody's got their, you know, just a bad attitude about it. They're all out there trying to figure out how it got to where it is and make it better, and I think that's why this team, you know, hasn't fallen – apart where some teams tend to do that when maybe things don't go their way. Lawton, well, who has a better-looking fan base, Clemson or South Carolina? Well, I'm in the Clemson fan base, so obviously. <laughs> <laughs> you know I had to close with a zinger. My, with wife, you, right? yeah. my wife's in the Clemson fan base. Okay. Mark, you can get me a lot of trouble. Okay. okay, there you go. There you go. Okay. I was just curious. You know, you're a great person to ask that question to. Uh, you know, ties to Clemson but live in Columbia. So who better to ask that question to than you, sir? Clemson has a- You know what? Yeah. I'm going to be honest, though. Here's the thing that, that I've grown to appreciate in, in Columbia and in this market being on for 10 years is there is a there's a segment of that Carolina fan base, and you probably see this in the upstate too, that want to hear the reality. And uh, I think they hear a lot of things that aren't uh, accurate. And so it's been it's been rewarding for me because sometimes when I'm out and about, 
I've had these guys run up to me and they'll be like, hey, Swanee, what's up? And I'm thinking it's a Clemson guy. And they're like, oh, dude, I'm a Gamecock, but I'm one of your biggest fans. <laughs> so I'm like, great, thanks. Appreciate it. Good stuff. Good stuff, man. As always, Lawton Swan, ClemsonSportsTalk.com. We appreciate it always, pal. Have a great weekend. Hey, man, you too. Take care. All right, Lawton Swan, Clemson Sports Talk. We've got Truth Serum coming your way next right here on Offsides. We are the Fan Upstate. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel. We are the fan upstate rolling on until 6.30 p.m. today where we're going to make way for Furman basketball against Liberty. My main man Brandon Keeler is in the building. He's running that game today. It's time for us, though, to do a little ditty we call Truth Serum where we give you four options on life, and sports, and you tell us which one of these options is most likely to be proven true over time. Truth Serum starts right now. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! You know what? You're right. This isn't Truth Serum, because I don't feel anything. That was a lie. I do feel something. This is Truth Serum! Here we go, Diesel. Number one. The Gamecocks will make a college football playoff under Shane Beamer before the year 2030. Number two, the SEC will not win the 2023 National Championship. Number three, Frank Reich will not make it to the end of next season as head coach of the Carolina Panthers. And number four, Gaffney is your 5A state champion. Now that the rest of uh, Region 25A has another one bites the dust. Oh, I think that one's pretty easy. I don't think Frank Reich makes it to the end of the of the, this season. What? As the head coach. What? Maybe not five. Okay, let me rephrase that. He, he won't make it to the beginning of next season as the head coach. They're not going to fire him mid-season, but I don't think he – I think he's one and done in Carolina. What? Yeah. Dude, not, not with I think what David Tepper him. is so desperate to win that he's going to make rash decisions – I got to tell you this, man. There was a time in my family's life that was really tight where in a year and a half span, Diesel, we lived in Houston, Texas, Fort Collins, Colorado, and Lakeland, Florida. There was a period in time where we had three homes we had to pay for, okay? There was a lot of ramen noodles and bologna sandwiches during that period of time, okay? 
You're telling me that even though he's a billionaire and even though he's paying Matt Rule for the next six years, he's going to be willing to pay three coaches at the same time? Yeah, I do. I think he's desperate. Wow. Okay. Which one of these is most likely? I don't think it's that one. Uh, the SEC will not win the 2023 national championship. Could be. I mean, he does send his wife down to the field to uh, scout O-line. So, <laughs> clearly he makes yeah. great decisions. Well, he, that what does that say about his trust in, in who he employs right. to do that? Do we, do we know if Nicole Tepper has any football acumen whatsoever? No. None. We don't, we don't know anything. Do you, do you remember that. the movie Wayne's World? Oh, yeah. Remember, the, remember they first move into the new studio? I think this is actually in Wayne's World no, this is Wayne's World 1, where they're working out of the new fancy studio, and the owner of Noah's Arcade brings his wife down to the studio, and she's like, ooh, look, honey, there's the booth. That's where the magic happens. <laughs> I don't know that Nicole Tepper is is that vapid when it comes to football knowledge, but I doubt she has a whole lot of it. Diesel, I'm going to say it's Gaffney is your 5A state champion. I think that is the most likely of the bunch. Gamecocks will make a college football playoff under Beamer before 2030. I hope so. But I'm not one to sign on to something until you show me something. And I haven't seen it yet. All right? Diesel, what do you got? Number one, we will talk less Charlotte Hornets this year than we did last year. Number two, Deshaun Watson will not finish his career in Cleveland. Number three, Furman will at least make the FCS National Championship game. Number four... The Carolina Panthers will make the playoffs no more than twice while David Tepper is the owner. Well, Diesel, he can be the owner in perpetuity, you know? I mean, really? He's what? He's got to be, what, 60? So you're saying his family doesn't count it, only him? Only him. If he's 60 and he owns the team for another 20 years. No. Uh, I want to say it's Furman, Diesel. I want to say that, but I'm going to play the odds here. Uh, I'm going to say it's Deshaun because they're going to be, first of all, they're going to have to find a taker for that contract, and that's going to be really difficult. Um, But they're going to find a way to release him, cut him at some point. Um, And I think he's going to take him to the playoffs at some point as well. But who wants to finish their career in Cleveland? (laughs) Not you, not me, not anybody, right? So I'm going to say it's that one. What say you? Uh, I think... I think Furman is a team of destiny this year. Wow. I think Furman, again, at least makes the FCS National Championship. I'm not predicting that they're going to win it. I'm just going to say that they make the game. Wow. How about that? They make it to the National Championship game. The Furman Paladins. You know, I've talked to people that root for Furman that have said to me, Mark, you know, I don't actually think we're the second best FCS team. We're ranked number two. It's like process of elimination, but we're more like between 10 and 20. I've had Furman fans say that. I'm like, no, bro, you're ranked number two, okay? You have no losses against FCS competition. You may want to have won a bunch of competitive games, but you're winning every single game this year. Yeah, all it takes is, you know, they're finding ways to win week in and week out. They're not stumbling. They're not killing themselves. And... You get every game at home until the national championship. They've got to beat you at Paladin Stadium. How about that? That's truth serum. What do you guys think is most likely to be proven true out of all of those? Coming up next, we speak to the man himself. 
How's this for a segue from Furman to the national championship game to Furman head coach Clay Hendricks to Furman basketball at 630 against Liberty. All Furman all the time where they F you all the time right here on the fan upstate. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 